Hey you guys, welcome back. So I just wanted to give you guys a little update on my postpartum journey, kind of where I am right now, mentally and physically, and just what I'm doing to better myself in all aspects of wellness, my physical health, my mental health, emotional health, um, just this new transition into motherhood. Even though it's been 10 months already, it still feels like this new transition. Um, but I just kind of wanted to share with you guys where I'm at now because if you guys follow me on Instagram or you've listened to my past episodes about my postpartum journey, I try to be as transparent and open and honest as possible. Um, and some people aren't the biggest fan of that, but I'm never going to apologize for sharing my truth and sharing my journey because if I can at least help one person, just one person, not feel alone in their postpartum journey, then I feel like what I'm saying and what I'm sharing is worth it. So I hope that you guys can just love me and accept me for all of my honesty. And um, thanks for following me along on this journey. So let's get started. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Okay, so just a quick little recap for those who haven't listened to my past episodes about my birth story, um, postpartum journey and stuff. I'll just give a quick little summary. I gave birth about 10 months ago to a little boy. Um, My first kid, um, me and my husband were so excited. I had an amazing pregnancy. I I I loved being pregnant. I really, really did. Um, But the transition from being pregnant to actually being a mother has been really difficult for me, um, especially with my mental health. So I shared how I really struggled slash, I guess, struggling with postpartum depression, um, struggling with my pelvic floor and getting back into the gym and lifting heavy and it's definitely been like this identity change and kind of just trying to figure life out so there's been a lot of ups and downs and I've shared about not exactly loving motherhood so far um just being exhausted and just really struggling with my mental health I used to joke all the time about how I could never be depressed because I'm too anxious to be depressed. So I always struggled with anxiety, but never really struggled with depression. Um, And I would always just say, like, I'm too anxious to be depressed because I have, like, too much stuff to do, like, you know, on my to-do list and this and that. And usually when you think of depression, it's you know, being a little slower and laying in bed and not wanting to do things and having lack of interest um, and being like, you know, a recovering perfectionist. 
and just someone who is trying to be as productive as possible and just have achievements and be the best me I can be, I was like, there's no way I could be depressed. Like, I'm too anxious. Um, well, that was a wrong assumption to make because I, I definitely struggled hard with postpartum depression. Um, losing interest in things I love, um, like the gym, that was a big one. I really struggled in the beginning. Like I was like, okay, still trying to work out and still being in it, but like my heart wasn't in it. And then I finally got to the point where I was like, I don't even want to work out anymore. So I went a little bit with not working out. Um, I got myself to like go on walks and stuff and maybe lift here and there, but I wasn't enjoying it. And the weirdest part was that I wasn't feeling guilty for not working out. And I can't remember the last time over like probably the past 10 or so years that I've ever been able to not work out and not feel guilty unless it was like a designated rest day. I did have trouble like working, not working out and being okay with it. If I was sick and I wasn't able to work out, I felt guilty. If I, you know, even on my honeymoon, I made sure to work out and I don't know, like I've always made sure like if I were getting a hotel room that they had a gym so I could work out. And I will say like, I have been better about it with like listening to my body. Um, if I needed like an extra rest day or to, you know, maybe stop, stop a workout early if I wasn't really feeling it. And I was really learning how to listen to my body, um, while being pregnant, which I thought was awesome. So, you know, I was still working out, but still listening to what my body needed and, you know, needing more rest and more food. And I was really proud of that. Um, but you know, I was still working out and being active and it got to the point where I wouldn't work out, um, postpartum and I didn't feel guilty about it, which was so weird. I just don't ever remember being able to not work out and not feel feel guilty. Um, but you know what? Like, I kind of think it needed to happen. I really do. I I believe that, you know, the cheesy phrase, everything happens for a reason. Like, it really does because it just gives you perspective. So I guess we'll start with uh, my physical health and we'll go back to my mental health. But so where I am now... Um, it's definitely been a struggle because like I said, I went through, um, period of time where I didn't want to work out. That was, you know, a couple months. I'd, I'd maybe guess like two months, two and a half, maybe three months of not working out, just maybe going to the gym and walking, like just walking on the treadmill and reading a book or listening to an audiobook or something like that. That was like me moving. And then, um, and then I finally was like, you know what, like I'll start, I'll start maybe walking more, running, um, and lifting. And I was like lifting, but there, there really wasn't like a method behind it. Like normally, you know, I have like this elaborate workout plan and I'm in the gym for like hours and this and that. And like, I just remember doing like 15 minutes lifting and being like, all right, like I'm done. I'm kind of over it. Um, so it was you know, definitely like this roller coaster ride um, and experiencing something I never experienced was struggling with consistency. I had never 
never had an issue with that. And I think honestly, it's, it's good that I'm struggling with this because it gives me better perspective so I can help other people who struggle with consistency as well, because it's easy to give advice, but unless like you're struggling with it yourself, like you don't, you don't know how hard it is until you're in it. And for someone who's been working out for years and years and years, I can't remember the last time I struggled with, um, with discipline or motivation. It was just, I always went and I always worked out and it was just part of my daily routine. And now I'm at a point where I do have to be a little more disciplined. I do have to make time for it. Um, and right now it is starting with little goals. So I'm finally at like 10 months really starting to get back in to, to working out consistently. But here's the thing. Here are my goals. My number one goal is to heal my pelvic floor. I've been having pelvic floor issues, so I cannot lift heavy. And um, if I do, or not even that heavy, if I if I lift in general, I was having I was struggling with back pain. So I have invested in a pelvic floor um, program. It's like a three month program to help heal my pelvic floor. It's actually I think it might be over three months. Um, I'm more than halfway with it now, but I've been being consistent. And the first month of the program, you were not allowed to do any other workout with the program except for like walking or maybe cycling. That was it. You weren't allowed to do anything else because you you wanted, the coach wanted to make sure that you were really focused on your pelvic floor and you didn't do anything to get in the way of any progress you were making. So that was honestly hard for me to not work out besides the pelvic floor training for the first month because I was still like, all right, like trying to get back into working out and going to the gym. And these pelvic floor trainings weren't anything that like made you sweat. It was more core workout and breathing techniques and really out of my comfort zone. So that was the first thing that really got me out of my comfort zone was that first month. And then I was able to um, start incorporating workouts. Um, So I kind of was incorporating running because you weren't allowed to run in the first month either. Um, So, you know, kind of incorporating running here and there and then maybe a little bit of lifting like body weight um, workouts. But I've been really just working on healing my pelvic floor. And right now it's hard. It's hard to, to... do something that makes you feel like you're not making a lot of progress, but I know my future self is going to thank me for it. So I have been super disciplined in doing my, my pelvic floor work every day. Um, and now I'm incorporating more cardio. So right now what my workouts have been looking like is I've been trying to do, um, either an outdoor run with my dog or, or, you know, kind of walk, run, jog, like, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of all of that, um, or doing 15 to 20 minutes on the bike. I have the Peloton app, so I just kind of use that. Um, and that doesn't sound like a lot. I think the old me would be like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. That's like a warm up. but you know what? This is what I'm doing now to give myself some consistency to build that routine again and get back into the swing of things. So what I've been doing is 15 minutes of, my cardio and then you know my 
20 to 30 minutes of my pelvic floor work. Um, you know, it, it, so my workouts have been less than an hour. Sometimes they're literally 30 minutes, including the cardio and the pelvic floor work. And it's not like I'm sweating a bunch because the pelvic floor work isn't, you know, isn't having me break a sweat. And at 15 minutes of the 15 to 20 minutes, I'm like kind of starting to sweat. So these workouts look so different than how my workouts were. Like when I was pregnant, like I was still lifting super heavy. I was working out super hard, you know, training for a triathlon, um, doing competitions. I really thought that pregnancy was going to be the hardest part. Um, and for me, that's not the case. Everyone's different. I know some people who just, you know, everything's fine. Once they give birth, their pregnancies are not their favorite part. And that's totally fine. Everyone's journey and bodies are different. Um, just sharing my journey. But I think I'm at, at this point now where I'm kind of building from the ground up. And I'm kind of just starting from step one. And that's just trying to heal my body from the trauma it's been through of, you know, pushing out a child, um, trying to get back in a routine, trying to work back at consistency. So that is where I am at with my physical health. Um, my nutrition, I am, I have set these little goals as well. So I just told you what my um, workout goals have been, you know, 15 minutes of cardio and then my pelvic floor work. That is my current goal um, to do this like four days a week. All right. So that's my goal. And then for my nutrition, I have set little goals to, to just help my gut health. And I don't want to restrict anything, right? Because, you know, I'm anti-diet culture. But also I'm, I'm breastfeeding, so I don't want to be like in a deficit or anything, but I do, I do want to work on my nutrition. There's always room to get better, right? Um, and focusing on gut health, that's super important. So I've had two, two goals that I've been trying to stick to. One is getting something fermented in every day. So what I've been doing is my breakfast, I've been having sauerkraut um, with my eggs. It's not like the best amazing breakfast. Like I just have my eggs, my avocado sourdough toast that I make, and then I have a side of sauerkraut. I normally just eat the sauerkraut first just to kind of get out of the way. And then I enjoy the rest of my breakfast, but I know that I need to have these prebiotics and probiotics in my tum tum to help my gut health. So I prioritize having one fermented food a day. And also I've been trying to implement one smoothie a day. I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram, but the reason why I've been trying to add in a smoothie has nothing to do with weight loss or, you know, liquid meal, nothing like that. A smoothie is just a great way to get as many nutrients in as you can quickly and it tastes good. So, you know, I try to get chia seeds in, um, some type of greens like spinach or celery. Um, I also, you know, like to put in whether it's like my collagen or my protein powder. So I always make sure, you know, I'm having a, um, some source of protein in each meal, but also in my smoothie, you know, just adding in other fruits and veggies and, um, you know, some, some spices that are, you know, good to put in there. Uh, so I like to just throw as many nutrient dense foods in a smoothie as I can. So I'm getting all this nutrition in 
a yummy smoothie, which is quick and easy and I can take it on the go as well. So that's been another little goal I've been setting. If you guys notice, I am setting these small sustainable goals that are helping me be consistent. We live in a society where we want really, really fast um, instant gratification. So we want to make all these changes and just be healthier tomorrow. And while that's all great and dandy, it's, it's not, it's not sustainable you guys. And it's also not an enjoyable journey. So I challenge you like I'm doing with myself to, to try and implement small changes that can be, that can be forever healthy habits. So it's not hard for me to get in one fermented food in one smoothie a day. These are little goals that I'm doing and then they turn into habits and then I can start focusing on my next goal, whatever that is. And where I am with my fitness journey, like I said, my goal right now is to just get my 15 minutes of cardio because, you know, cardio makes me feel good. I don't need cardio or anything, but I enjoy how I feel when I do uh, some sort of cardio and then focusing on my pelvic floor work. When I'm done with this pelvic floor program, I'm going to have a new goal to, you know, try to get back into weightlifting. I really hope I can find the love for weightlifting soon um, because I've just, I've honestly kind of fallen out of love with it. Like from a mental perspective, I'm like, I freaking love weightlifting, but where I've been, where I've been like in the gym weightlifting, it's been it's been kind of hard, you know? So I just, I know a goal of mine is to find the joy in weightlifting again, and I will get there. And I just have to give myself grace and patience. And remember that all these things didn't happen overnight. And when I think back about how heavy I used to lift and how I was spending hours and hours in the gym, I don't get discouraged because I don't compare myself to an older version of me. What I do is... Actually, it encourages me because I know what I'm capable of. I know how hard I worked to get to these different points in my life. And I never want to aim to be an older version of me. I don't want to say I want to work out two hours a day like I used to. No, I want to evolve and be better and make changes in my life. I don't want to be like, I want to be how I used to be. I want to weigh how much I did when I was in high school. I want to wear the same pant size as I did pre-pregnancy. You guys, stop comparing yourself to older versions of yourself. Just look back and be like, I know I'm capable of this. These are things that I've been able to do before. And use that as motivation. But I don't want to be I don't want to be who I used to be because I've grown so much since then. I don't want to bounce back and have my pre-baby body because my body is different. I know what it's capable of, but it's so unfair to make my goal to have my pre-pregnancy body. Do I want to be, you know, fit and strong and healthy? Yes. And there's so many great ways to measure that. I don't plan on measuring it by saying, oh, I look how I did pre-baby. So just wanted to, sh- to throw that in there, um, that we are all evolving and we should all want to be better. And we can't do that if we keep holding on to past versions of ourselves. So that's just kind of a little update with where I am currently with my physical health. I'm not going to lie. I do look in the mirror sometimes and think like, wow, this is my body right now. Um, it's 
I'm kind of in like this self-acceptance era, I guess, but also self-love because I promised I'd love my body at all of its phases. And yeah, it's, it's easier to love your body when you are quote unquote in your prime or looking your best. Like, yeah, I see pictures of, you know, maybe how I was pre-baby and I'm like, wow, like I really looked great. And it's like, you know what, but how I look now, I look great too, okay? So I just wanted to add that because I'm still human. Um, I still, still, I have like little moments where like diet culture kind of gets to me and I'm just like, oh man, maybe if I lost a couple pounds, but you can't control your first thought, but you can control your second thought. So I definitely have been like, you know what? This is what my body looks like looks like right now because my priority has been um, feeding my baby, my mental health, and falling back in love with fitness again. So no, my body is not going to look how it did when I was working out for hours and hours a day, when my nutrition was like totally on point. Like it's not going to look like that right now, and that is totally okay. And I love all versions of my body but it is a challenge. I totally think it's a challenge that I'm up for to keep loving your body when you don't feel like it is in its prime. Um, And I think that's okay. I think that's totally okay. I love my body. I accept my body. And I remember that my body is the least interesting thing about me. Um, so, So yeah. And when I'm over here struggling with things that I never not never struggled with, but I haven't struggled with in a while. I haven't struggled with fitness and nutrition in a, in a while because I, you know, finally got to a good place where I was lifting heavy, loving the gym, um, had food freedom, but still eating healthy and I felt good. And yeah, it's easy to, to love your body when everything's great. It's easy to love yourself when everything's going great, but it is a challenge that we all have to go through to continue to love ourselves when we feel like we aren't the best versions of ourselves, but this is what creates even better versions of ourselves is going through these hardships. And um, this leads to um, kind of where my mental health journey is right now. First, I want to say that I am in a much better place mentally than I was a couple months ago. Um, My psychiatrist increased my anxiety meds and I do believe that really helped. Um, I've kind of done things to, to help my mental health, like, um, like joining a gym that has daycare, using that time to either do stuff, um, for, for work and having quiet time or just walking or, or working out or going for a walk, whatever it is. Um, also getting a babysitter every once in a while or asking a friend to help out if, I need a nap or I need a break. So just kind of taking pressure off of me to expect myself that like I have to do everything because I'm the mom and I'm and like comparing myself to other moms, especially on Instagram who like are able to work from home and take care of their kids and make all this money and do this and that. And I just feel like I'm just trying to survive every day. I'm trying to be the best mom I can and um, just be there for my kid where like, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been posting very much on Instagram the way I did pre-baby 
even sharing stuff on my Facebook page has been has been harder just because like I, my my time is just being pulled in all directions and I acknowledge that I acknowledge that um, a lot of a lot of my time and energy goes to my child which is totally fine because he is my first priority and that's that's fine but learning how to balance things um, has been a completely new journey for me so I don't I don't apologize for not being perfect. I'm trying to get a hang of it and I'm giving myself grace and I'm being okay where I am on this journey. Um, you know, I still have moments where I'm like, I'm not doing enough or I could be a better mom or, you know, I could be better with, you know, my business. I could be doing more to get more clients or more podcast guests or more this or more that. But then I just take a step back and try to be as present as I can. Um, And I know that everything I'm going through right now is what is going to make me a better person to help people in the future. When I was struggling years and years ago with my eating disorder and the self-hate I had and all my insecurities and really struggling with anxiety and perfectionism at, at during that like at that point I was like why would I ever want to go through this like this sucks this hurts I don't love myself I don't like what I look like I'm not doing doing enough I'm not achieving enough I'm not being productive enough and you know what I've gotten to a point now where I can help people who have unhealthy relationships with food I can help people learn how to love themselves and their bodies and be more confident. And I wouldn't have been able to be where I am now if I wouldn't have gone through the struggles that I did, that I did go through. So I'm sharing this with you. So if you are someone who is struggling in any aspect of your life, maybe you're someone who, you know, keeps like, keeps trying to, you know, pass this test to be, you know, to be a lawyer, to be a dietitian or a doctor, and it's taken you multiple times. You might think you're a failure, but you're going to come out the other end and be like, I worked super hard and I don't want other people to give up. If you're someone, maybe you're, you're going through ups and downs in your marriage and you just went from a happy marriage to being a single mother, that is so freaking hard. I can't imagine going through that. But you're going to come out the other side and be able to be there for someone else who is is going through that struggle as well. Someone else who feels like they don't know if they can get through it. And you can be that safe haven for someone else. If you are someone who feels like I'm 35 and I still don't know what my, my passion and purpose in life is, like don't give up because there's going to be someone else who feels like they're struggling to find their passion and their purpose and you can be there for them. So this is what I remind myself um, on a day-to-day basis whenever I feel like I'm kind of just struggling to <laughs> just to make it day-to-day and when I just struggle with my mental health or when I struggle with my physical health. Like this is all just a way for us to learn and for me to just be a better version of myself um, through grace and 
it progress isn't linear. It's not just going to, I'm not going to just be better and better every single day. I'm going to have my ups and downs and that's okay. I just have to, first of all, turn to God and trust his plan that he has for me. I have to give myself the grace I deserve. And I also have to lean on other people because we were not meant to go through life alone. We were not meant to struggle alone or to overcome hardships alone. We are meant to lean on other people and don't let your pride and ego get in the way. Don't, don't think that you have to do it alone the same way I was feeling and still sometimes feel like in order to be the best mother, I have to be able to do everything by myself. I'm learning that that's not true. And for me to be the best mom that I can be, I have to make sure my cup is filled before filling other people's cups as well. So if it's asking for help, I know that's going to be the best thing I can do for me and my baby and my family and and my sanity. So that is just kind of an update of where I am right now in my postpartum journey. So I guess the overview is that I'm doing better mentally and physically. Um, Definitely not in the same routine that I was in pre-baby, but I'm up for this challenge. I can do it. I can get through it. Um, Just, you know, praying to God every day, turning to family, and also just sharing my journey with you guys. So whatever struggles you guys are going through, you do not have to go through them alone. So if you want to follow my journey a little more, you guys can check out my Instagram at this is Miranda Lee. Um, yeah, I just kind of share a little more in detail there. If you guys enjoy my podcast and if you enjoy, you know, this topic, please make sure to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts and leave me a review on Spotify so I can get more reviews and other people can find me. And if you guys have any like preferences or ideas of what you want future podcast episodes to be about, if you want it to be more about motherhood or more about um, nutrition and fitness or maybe more about mental health, um, shoot me a DM on Instagram or um, send me an email. This is MirandaLee at gmail.com and let me know. All right, so that is it. I will catch you guys in next week's episode. Just remember... I am here for you. God is your number one. He is listening. And you do not have to go through life alone. Love you guys.